Hi, my name is Jackie Randall, and you're listening to Your Art Matters, the conversation series where I bring to you the people who have influenced, inspired, guided, shared, and supported me along the path that has led me to this very moment. You'll be meeting my friends, classmates, teachers, professors, professional acquaintances, members of the creative community, and beyond. I wouldn't be who I am today without knowing them, and I just wanted to share their journeys in art with you. I hope you enjoy these conversations as much as I've had in having them. To quote Ayn Rand and One Tree Hill's Lucas Scott, the world you desire can be one. It exists. It is real. It is possible. It is yours. Your art matters. It's what got me here. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> this is art loving. All right. So on today's episode of Your Art Matters, we have Faye. Hi. <laughs> Faye and I went to high school together, and despite our classes or with our classes, we connected over art, which obviously that's why we're here. Uh, we had, what was it, Mrs. Drass's class? It was this illustration, calligraphy, and printmaking. I don't... Uh, was that separate from our AP art classes? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I think that's where we first... I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, that was back in high school, and now seven years forward... Here we are. Here we are. (laughs) So, obviously, I know Faye, and if you guys don't, you you can introduce yourself. Um, my name's Faye, Faye Rogers, uh... I'm working as a uh, craft illustrator, is what I like to call myself, um, in like central Jersey. Um, I mostly am doing editorial work, so work for magazines. Um, yeah, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about that <laughs> as we go. Yeah. Um, so, present day, you are doing this craft editorial illustration, but where did you kind of start getting into art in your life? Um, I've always, I feel like usually when you talk to artists, they always say like, oh, when I was little, I, my parents always gave me art supplies. And, um, so like I, I always was making things. Um, in high school, I really got back into it when I think we started being friends. Like I did, I did, band and music for a while, which was, like, a mistake, because I was really bad at it, (laughs) and then, um, I got really into writing and, uh, art, and I, when I was getting ready to go to college, I was juggling between, um, like, journalism Mm -hmm. and graphic design, um, which makes so much sense now, because the type of art that I like and do is all about, like, art that tells, has a message and tells Mm -hmm. stories, yeah, um, so yeah, I, when I was little, definitely was, oh, <laughs> I loved, uh, making dioramas too, which is so close to what I do now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think like freshman year of high school, I really started, um, getting into art in more of a like serious way, like a, um, not just drawing for the sake of drawing, but to communicate mm-hmm. something. So, um, we, I know in the, 
the AP art classes we took together, um, Mrs. Dresser, yeah. the teacher, had us keep uh, art journals. Yes. And um, those are my favorite. <laughs> I I kept it through college, and people would always like gawk over them because they're so great because they're yes. just like unchanneled, unchanneled like creation. Yeah. And I, I never. They always felt different from, like, a sketchbook to me, because the whole point was you were supposed to just explore something that you hadn't, like, done before. Mm -hmm. So, um, my journals were always, like, the bindings were just, like, completely destroyed. Yeah, (laughs) they went from being, like, half an inch to, like, three inches. Yeah, yeah, because, like, I remember, uh, I had a, um, art techniques book, um, it's one of those, like, learning brands that, like your parents get you. It's, like, an educational yeah. book. Um, and so I was going through the different techniques in that, and one was on wax, so I melted <laughs> wax all over, like, a spread <laughs> of oh my, my God. journal. Because uh, yours is really experimental. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Mine was all collaged. Like, yes, mine yeah, was I remember. Mine was so collaged, so mine was just... It wasn't... It didn't get to, as high <laughs> as some other people. <laughs> But I think that was so fun because, yeah, so our our task was we had a certain amount of pages to f- fill in a certain amount of time. Right. And it could just be anything. And that's what I think was so awesome because everyone's doing different things. Yeah. And it, I think it really was so fun to share with other people. I mean, in other classes, yeah, everyone was always like, what is this? Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember, like, one person specifically would be like, Are you, have you done any more pages yet? And yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> So did you 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 kept it with you during college, or did you keep you kept doing it? I kept on doing it. Um, I'm trying to think, maybe through sophomore year of college. Um, but I had I had one professor who like loved the idea of it, and he would like borrow it for. He gave like an art talk every mm-hmm. year, and he would like borrow them. Mm-hmm to, like, show, yeah, and I was like, you really should, this isn't, this is, like, all Mrs. Dress, this is because of yeah, her, and Yeah, I did this, but, um, I still have them on, like, right by my studio yeah. spot, um, but I, they're always something that I kind of want to get back into, but they were, like, we devoted so much time, and that, that was, like, every night I was, like, in that thing, and yeah. now I'm, like, I that's have, all I remember, yeah, really. I have, like, jobs right yeah yeah that's that's the struggle it's like you want to do these things and she still actually does them she has a studio yeah Yeah. um that I think that she does workshops for okay yeah I actually ran into her um it's like off topic but I ran into her at a show uh in in Philly because her oh wow yeah because my friend's band was opening up for her brother's band it was so random (laughs) so anyways um so along with you know, you really getting back into things. Did you have any, um, you know, support with like family that were artists? I know you've kind of mentioned. Um, my, my, like my parents are super supportive, but not, neither of them have like, their words, not mine, any artistic talent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but my, um, my grandmother's parents were both artists, so, like, I grew up in a house that had all of their paintings everywhere, mm-hmm. and, like, they, they were missionaries, so, like, they had really diverse art, like, they had, um, I knew they, like, went and met, like, a Native American tribe, so we have the <laughs> portraits of, like, the, um, 
a couple of them in our guest room. So if you <laughs> sleep in our guest room, you have these, like, the, like, chief, like, leering down at you. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. My, my parents really have always supported me and what I, what I do. And, um, I think partially because they're not as creative, they're even more supportive because they're just like so excited about whatever I'm doing. Um, and even though they're like not into it the way I am, um, it's, it's always nice to like go to them for like an outside perspective. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I felt that the same with, with my parents. They, Mm -hmm. you know, though, because my dad, well, his his dad has a very traditional style. My mm-hmm. dad had always really liked a traditional classic mm-hmm. style, which conflicted with some of the um, organic, abstract, really colorful, you know, anything like that. Yeah. But it is always good to have, you know, a support system that, yeah. you know, is outside of it. Because you get, sometimes with, you know, in art school and everything, everyone does have their own takes and everything. And to get right. kind of a... A clean slate perspective is is good. Yeah, it's like my um, I have a group of friends from school too, who obviously were all in kind of my field. Um, but it's neat that I feel like that group of friends all come from very um, different art perspectives. Mm-hmm. So like um, my my one friend um Jeanette does um like all mostly digital work mm-hmm. um but she's like my go-to for like if I do sketches for a job and um I'm like something's not working like I always send it to her before yeah. I like send it in um, yeah then um uh, my boyfriend Jimmy uh Jimmy Ellerth I guess I should do more <laughs> name drop um does like um fantasy like more realistic work okay. so like he's really talented at like painting and colors so um that's like a, a great resource to have when I'm doing um more like figure-based work I'm like okay why doesn't this look right what's wrong yeah um my other friend from school, Claire, Claire Connolly, um, does, like, comics, which, um, like, that, I can never do, like, that type of sequential narrative work, and yeah. she has, like, a really, um, distinctive style, so I, I feel like, and there's, there's tons of other people, but just, um, th- the one thing I liked about doing illustration in school is that it wasn't, um, like, everyone had their own kind of voice. That's mm-hmm. that's a big part of illustration to me, is yeah. it's, it's art with a voice. Yes. Um, so I, I really am lucky that I have... Um, I think it's easy to just hang out with people who do the same exact thing as you and have the same views as you. Yeah. Um, and I definitely have, like, a well of people who come from very different, like, walks of life and yeah. perspective and yeah. talents, so... That's really important. Yeah. So you say that Jimmy does art as well. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll get, you met him in college? Yes. Okay. Like within the first week and here we are seven <laughs> years later. <laughs> yeah. So I'll get, I guess I'll get into that. Um, I have like a few different ideas and need to like steer one way. Um, okay. I'll get back to him. <laughs> so you went to poor college. Jimmy. What? I said poor Jimmy. <laughs> we'll come back for you. <laughs> All right. So now you went to college for graphic design mm-hmm. and I, you transitioned out of that. So yeah. Kind of tell me that process of starting with that and then where you went from there. Okay. Um, I, despite, I feel like people always think of, like, 
artists as like artistic types. Yes. Uh, I am like super pragmatic. I'm a worrier. I worry about like money all the time. Yeah. So when I went to school, I was like, I'm not going to major in art. I'll major in graphic design. That's like corporate art. That's yeah. how I can make money. Um, so I started out in that um, really, really good program at Montclair State, too, for that. Um, and that's that's why I went. Like, I interviewed with a professor, and I was like, this is it. Yeah. Um, and classes, classes were great, but um, graphic design to me, at least, or my experience with it, was all about, um, like, the, the details yeah. and things, and I'm so, like, detail-obsessed already that I, like, took a couple classes, I'm like, I'm gonna lose my mind, because, <laughs> like, no one will know that I'm obsessing over this, like, tiny little thing for hours, but there I'll be obsessing for hours. Absolutely. Um, so, I was sticking with it, but then I took, um, an illustration class, and kind of saw a whole nother world of art that you could make money at. Yeah. And, um, it's definitely, like, not something to jump into lightly, because illustration is something that you, uh, like, I, you build up clients over time. It's not something that you can kind of, like, just do right away. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not working at, like, a, a corporate office somewhere. I'm doing it on my own. Um, but I took that class and I was like, okay, wait, maybe, maybe this is doable. Um, so I still, when I transferred, um, uh, at my school you could get like a BFA. Um, I got a BA in studio art that focused on illustration because I still wanted to be able to take other classes. Like I took honors classes and I took a lot of, I was like just shy of the English minor because, um... It was important to me to have, like, fuel for my work. Yeah. Because I, um, some people are really lucky that they can just, like, just have this, like, well within them to pull from, but, like, I need, like, content shoved yes. at me constantly yeah. to, to make good work. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's definitely, because I, I went and got a BFA, and, yeah, you do have so many certain classes you have to take yeah. in that whole structure. Yeah. Um, and, like, uh, our BFA was in, uh, you also had to take, like, 3D classes, 3D modeling for okay. illustration. Yeah. Which I knew I wasn't going to be interested in. Yeah. So, um, I had a lot of friends who weren't interested in but suffered through that, and I'm yeah. like, ha nope, don't have to take that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine, like, you know, for the different, um areas of art that, that it was different structured differently because I have a BFA yeah. in graphic design so you know we just had so much to be able to do yeah but luckily I had um just like you took you know more English classes for for fuel I did um like radio tv film like mm. tv history and film history because they were something like technically not art related but they had that you know um I guess, realm of creativity in them, yeah. I guess, so. Well, I mean, I think anything can, like, oh, I'm such a nerd. Um, <laughs> I just started way, way behind, um, started playing an Assassin's Creed game, Assassin's Creed yeah. Unity, which is set in the, um, the French Revolution. So now I'm like, how can I learn about the French Revolution? So it was like, yesterday I was on Amazon, like, looking up books I could get, and I, I just downloaded, like, a new podcast that oh. covers, like, <laughs> yeah. every bit of the French Revolution, and, like, I need, I need that to just, I feel like you can pull 
inspiration from like the weirdest oh yeah places. i minored in art history too so mm. it was just kind of like yeah that too i might actually have some french revolution books for you oh my god <laughs> my dad was such a history buff so literally we have we just have a ton of books so whenever i get to unpacking them okay i'll let you know because i have no use for them okay well i have excessive yeah. use for it's them, funny because so. I, my one co-worker's son is a huge world war ii buff and i have so much war world war two <laughs> books and i have them set aside so i'll let you know that and i already um have i'm a little obsessed with the american revolution too yeah so i just started rereading um 1776 which is uh david mcculloch's like history of the revolution but it's written in like kind of a more narrative mm-hmm. way okay um so i'm like this is like american revolution but like on acid, like, <laughs> everyone being guillotined left and right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, yeah. But yeah. I won't, I won't get too much into <laughs> the French Revolution. Yeah. Well, kind of on that topic is something that I wanted to touch on is where do you find inspiration and where, if you are, like, in a creative slump, like, what's your go-to to fuel you? Um, yeah. It's, it's always hard because I feel like when I hit, like, a slump, it hits me hard yeah um but I, I go to inspiration for different places for different things um like when I when I get a, a job a lot of times I'll just go and look at um like I have a bunch of illustrators websites bookmarked mm-hmm. and I'll just like go and look at like their new stuff yeah um or even um if uh, I'm illustrating an article on a certain thing, I'll just go and I'll, like, read as much as I can about that thing outside of, like, the article. Yeah. Um, but, um, when it's just me on my own, um, I read a lot, I listen to a lot of podcasts, um, games, too, which, um, are getting, I feel like, more and more exciting now that there's more of a market for, like, indie games. Yeah. Because there's this whole new outlet for storytelling art put together but it has like a sense of immersion where you're acting out these stories yeah um so yeah I'm a big uh yeah I don't know a big nerd everything that I feel <laughs> like I I've I've been reading a uh YA uh <laughs> series recently that's all about supernatural things I pull from a lot of different places yeah so. cool yeah yeah um all right, so we're going to jump back to Jimmy now. Oh, here we go. All right, so because that kind of goes along with the support system because that's now your current, you know, and I guess through all of school and, you know, the past seven years has been your support system. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and it, as him being an artist, I guess, as well, mm-hmm. um, what's that kind of been like to have your, you know, your boyfriend being an artist and a support system? Yeah. Um it's really great to be, like, I'll be working in my, in my studio, and, um, I'm so lucky that, like, if I hit a wall, I just have to, like, go to the next room over, and then I, I have, like, a resource there, um, and especially where I'm, I'm in a field where eventually, you know, I'm, I'm making my own work, mm-hmm. and, again, I'm not working in, like, an office or anything, Yeah. so it's, a lot of times really challenging that I'm just, like, by myself for most of the day working mm-hmm. on something, um, and I, 
um, get self-conscious that like my work isn't good enough and I'm not, not going to get, you know, the, the jobs that I have, like the dream jobs that I have down yeah. the line. So, um, it's really great to have, cause you can always have like, I can go to a bunch of my friends or like my parents and they'll be like, you're good. It's fine. But to have someone who's like opinion, I respect yeah. and doesn't just like, reassure me but if I like show him a sketch he's like not afraid to say like this is wrong like yeah. you have to fix yeah. this yeah. Um, so I I in like high school I was always about like I don't want to have art friends like I want to have like friends who are in like the sciences and stuff that like I don't know as much about mm-hmm. to pull from but um, Jimmy is a great combination of uh, like I we can bond over art things too, but our interests are very varied. Yeah. Um, so I get, he's the best of both worlds. Yeah. 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 And so what does he like work with? Because um, his style is different from yours. Right. Yeah. Um, he's been um, developing this um, card game over the past couple of years. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I don't know how dorky you are, but uh, do you know like magic? The Gathering at all? Or, no. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think what else I could compare it to. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh! Or Hearthstone? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so um, it's a game where you, there are like five heroes to pick from and you pick one. Um, and then you play against like a group of other people mm-hmm. with uh, like spells or creatures or whatever. So... Um, He's been developing that, but, like, he does the art for all, all the cards have art on oh, them, wow. too. Um, so, uh, we have, like, every couple months, like, a, a play test where we get, like, 20 people over our apartment, and then we all, like, play and, like, work out the kinks of the game and everything. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so, most of the work he's been doing recently has been, like, all art for that, because the, the deck's... I think, like, 150 cards, so oh, it's wow. 150, like, illustrations. Yeah. Which... Um, if, like, a lot of games that are similar to, like, this have, like, beautifully rendered, like, art that's, that are paintings, but they're on this, like, tiny little square, but you still have to, like, put in the time and make yes. that painting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's been his, like, passion project for the time being, but, so he does, um, all of his work digitally, where I, I do, like, physical painting for yeah. my stuff. Um, but... Uh, he, he paints more realistically, I guess I would say, than me, um, so, um, yeah, our style is definitely diverge a little bit, but because he paints more realistically, that means that he has, like, a great understanding of light and figure, um, which is something that I constantly have to put, like, time into to, yeah. to get, so. yeah. I'm always so jealous of some of those, like, digital illustrators that mm-hmm. are just, it looks so right, and yeah. I'm, like, so, I'm so bad with purpo- with proportions uh-huh. and stuff like that, like, I don't know. Like, did you ever have a figure drawing class? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How was that? It's, I feel like you meet anyone who's an art student, you get to, like, bond over your, like, figure drawing class and all the, like, weird stories, because a lot of the models they pull in are interesting people. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I loved figure drawing class, and it was always weird, though, because we, we would get homework assignments where you had to, like, um, draw, like, 
a back or a figure or whatever. And Jim and I went to a class together, and we would always draw each other. <laughs> and it's not like I was, like, lounged out Titanic style. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, we would sometimes do, like, each other's backs or something, and we'd come into class, and everyone would be like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's interesting. We never had homework assignments for... No. And we typically always had, like, we had this one model, and it was a student. Like, it was, like, someone that we yeah. see down the hallway. <laughs> so, um, that's interesting. It was nice story in art, because that was, uh, like, earlier on in our relationship. That was, like, a nice part of, like, the wooing process. I had, like, <laughs> portraits of me by Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, um, I think of what to say next. Now I'm, like, totally just... <laughs> forgetting what I was gonna say next all right so I guess kind of with support system um what have like what are some methods of self-care that you maybe like do to kind of like take care of yourself take care of your creativity or Mm -hmm. um I mean that could be anything like on a daily or monthly or yearly like things that like you just you need to do to like keep yourself going I Mm -hmm. guess Um, I feel like it's really easy when, um, like, I get most of my work, um, are, like, art directors emailing me Mm -hmm. to be really, like, chained to your, like, phone and your computer. Um, so I try (laughs) to still schedule things with friends, because especially now that everyone I do from school is kind of all over the place, um, just scheduling, like, time to not be constantly checking my phone and like, Mm -hmm. um, two, I, um, I have a day job at, um, a framing store, which I, I never really want to give up just because I, it's so easy to just like be locked in my studio working where the, the day job's nice where I like get out and I, framing's great because it's not just like, uh, working, like, retail where your interactions are, like, a minute long with people. Like, people come in to get art framed, and you get to have this, like, conversation about it, and and it really keeps, like, my color sense sharp and everything. Um, So, honestly, like, going to work is a bit of, even though, like, sometimes it's stressful, but um, is a bit of self-care just because um, it keeps me um, talking with people. Um. And besides that, just always, like, when I've, you know, been up a couple nights in a row, like, till 2 a.m. working on something, then, you know, it's okay if I, like, need to just, like, relax and play a video game or yeah. something, that's fine. Yeah. Um, and having the, um, the city be close by, too, I usually try, like, if I'm good at least once a month, if I'm not, like, every other month, like, just getting in to, like, do something to, like, see stuff. So yeah. yeah. So are you up by New York City? You mean? Or? Yeah, I'm um like an hour train ride. Okay. So it's it's like a straight line in. Yeah. Um, which is which is great. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. We're right outside of Philadelphia here, so I'm. It's nice to go to go in and have yeah. something because I feel like New York, especially, you can kind of get into so many different. It's it's crazy, especially growing up. I grew up in South Jersey, but like rarely really did anything in the city yeah um where new york is like such a different such a different atmosphere but like you can go out and find something like great to do 
for like a couple bucks. Yeah. And um, like around Halloween, my friend and I went to a HP Lovecraft festival, <laughs> which was just like a tiny theater that was uh, in a building that was underneath a um, Soviet era Russia themed <laughs> bar. <laughs> and we went and it was just like actors uh, reading HP Lovecraft like stories in their own voice. And like, it was like a couple bucks. There were drinks there. And I was like, this is great. This is great. Yeah. So. And you're Harry Potter, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. For anyone that doesn't know. <laughs> oh, HP Lovecraft is like... Oh, uh, is that a thing? Okay. Yeah. I didn't yeah, know that was if, if I could throw money and go see people perform Harry Potter stuff in the city, I would. Oh my god, but... yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so now I'm just kind of forgetting again. So you're talking about... <laughs> uh, self-care... Um, yeah. I mean, I could I could talk about my actual, like, technique of how I work, too, because I know that's, like, a little yeah. bit different. Yeah, well, so that, I guess I'll, that'll roll into now, um, so you're doing these, this editorial freelance, so kind of, how did you get into that, and what is, again, that process kind of like of getting assignments and... Kind of the, I guess, the type of work you're doing, and then we can get into your process in your studio okay. and all of that. Um, so I started taking illustration classes, and then um, I took an illustration class um, with uh, a professor, uh, Chris Gash, who um, is very, oh my god, so painfully talented. Um, <laughs> and he's like um, an idea man. So, like, all of his illustrations for publications are, um, not, they're not, like, very detailed illustrations, but they're smart illustrations that a lot, a lot of times, like, a visual play on words, or, um, so I took an independent study with him, um, and that really is what made me know I wanted to do mostly editorial stuff, mm -hmm. because it's, you know, this challenge of, um, taking, uh, an article that sometimes might be, um, complicated. Sometimes it might be, you know, like for a science magazine or it might be a, um, like a personal essay. And how do you like very succinctly communicate that idea in just like one illustration? Yeah. Um, so, uh, that independent study, I look back at like the work I made in that, which is like such like crap. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that that really made me excited about like okay this is work where i can i can have both i can have art and the stuff that fuels it all in one job yeah. like i'm given this content that's cool and exciting and yeah. how do i visually communicate that mm -hmm. so um then when i graduated i started like promoting my stuff a lot sending out to magazines and publications i was interested in um so um like process wise uh when I get a job, um, usually I'll send sketches first, um, and, uh, <laughs> it's hard to, because I, taking that independent study under Gash, um, like, I know he always, it's, like, a challenge to send, like, as many good ideas as possible. Yeah. So, like, I know a lot of people will send, like, three ideas, but I'm like, I need to send, like, ten ideas. <laughs> um, 
so I I do sketches uh, digitally on a tablet just because it's uh, nice and like quick. Yeah. So um, I'll send a bunch of ideas. Um, then usually I'll hear back on one, or if they want like a slight edit on one. Um, then um, for the final, um, I so my actual. My actual illustrations are 3D cut pieces of paper that I photograph for print. So um, I usually sketch out digitally what I'm going to draw. And then um, over top of that, I'll do um, in Photoshop like a layer of all the different pieces. So like if I did, uh, like I recently have done like a portrait series of of women in sci-fi. Yes. Um, So like they're face would be a piece then like their hair might be like five different pieces and then um I just have like a typical printer that I print out on on cardstock and then I cut everything out and and paint on top yeah um so it's nice for like I know a lot of not a lot but there are um like paper artists out there um who just like paint straight without any guide but the like drawing up pieces beforehand lets me do like a really precise illustration in a short amount of time yeah um so then I paint everything in acrylic um hot glue the shit out of everything (laughs) to like assemble it because some of my things are um like simple on white where um I just did a job for um San Antonio Monthly, that was a, um, it was about, uh, small towns in Texas, certain area, um, so I made, like, a, like, set of, like, a street. Okay. And, um, hanging was, like, a sign that had the, the headline on it, and then, like, two people in the foreground. So I had to, like, make a thing out of cardboard that I could, like, make all the paper pieces along. So when it was done, I had, it's, like, still on my desk, this, like, 3D thing. Diorama. Um, and then I, um, photographed with my, uh, (laughs) I would love to have, uh, space in my studio to have just, like, a set photography space, but I have, like, a collapsible, like, box of all of my, like, lighting equipment and everything. So then I... It's, it's it's a lot. <laughs> I shoot, and um, then I, I I usually do some like post work after the the photographs done. Yeah. So um, yeah, I have shoe boxes full of like all of these little like cut paper. Yeah. Assemblages. Yeah, it's it's such like I always love seeing everything you post because I just think it's 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 so like inventive and just creative mm-hmm. and I mean I will always go back to your pies <laughs> I know those are so I feel like they were a long time ago or maybe just a few years ago not that long they're still up for sale on my Etsy yeah them, yeah because I just remember I think I was scrolling through Instagram or something and, and I saw the pies and I was like that looks really good I'm like wait it's not real <laughs> yeah. it's, it's always a fun challenge to do like I think that's why I like this process so much is it's it's always a challenge of okay how do I make something that looks like something that's real but still have that element of like fantasy and, and oh, madeness to yes. it. Um and the the secret with the pies <laughs> was um I would like 
paint the layer of like cherries or filling and then uh, pile hot glue on top so it would look like a liquid, like a shiny liquid. And like, it's so fun to find out like things like that. How do I, how do I mimic reality with something different? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, and that's like a fun like way to explore things too because it could just be something I feel like that goes back to even like art school you just like kind of find random things and it's just you just pick things up and it could be you know I, I think I remember doing something where I was like I picked up chalk from a chalkboard and like kind of graded it to mm-hmm. like create a texture for paint or something yeah. and it's you know that's that's fun too and you feel like I don't know You've stumbled upon something great. Yeah. And it's, like, as simple as putting hot glue. <laughs> so if someone bought that, would it would be light. Or is that a different... Yeah, it, I mean, it doesn't look like hot glue when it's done, but um, the pies are um, layered paper on top of hot glue. Okay. So, yeah, you, if you if you probably knew what it was, you could say, like, oh, yeah, that's hot glue. Yeah. But, um, the secret's here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I... It's always a hard... Thing to balance though like I, I try to do that experimenting when I do like personal work mm-hmm. because you know when I get a job a lot of times it's like you know a week turnaround or something so it's a little bit harder to be like oh what fun thing can I dig out of my art bin to like make this look real when you're like okay I got like a time limit here to, to make it yeah but um I think that's why personal projects are important too because they allow you to experiment without that you know that time crunch on top yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, what kind of timeline do you normally, because I don't really do any freelance or, you know, what kind of time frame do you have for these projects? And does that ever, does your creative process ever butt heads mm. like with that? Um, I've, I've gotten a lot better with the turnaround time because I, I had to make like shortcuts to be able to do things quickly. Um, different places will have different turnaround times. Um, I'm pretty lucky that, like, most of the regular work that I do, um, I have, like, a week for sketches and a week for a final. Okay. Um, but, um, like, one of the dream jobs is, um, the Times, the New York Times, and, like, their, um, their op-ed piece, uh, the illustration for the op-ed piece, um, in, in school, I actually did, like, a trial run of this mm-hmm. with, with my professor, um, where he got us in, in contact with the art director at the time, at the times at that time, yeah. <laughs> um, where you, like, get the, the article, um, that morning at, like, nine or whatever, and it's, like, the finals by, like, five that day. Oh, my gosh. So, it's just as quickly as you can give sketches, as quickly as it's approved, and then you make the final. So, um, I, I definitely have, like, techniques prepared to, I, I always, I always will get it done. It's just a matter of, um, if I have more time, I really can do something super detailed, where a lot of times curb, um, my ideas if I know I have a shorter turnaround time. Mm Because sometimes I'll, like, come up with, like, a great idea. I'm like, I can't send this. There's no way I'm going to be able to, like, make this in In that time. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, which I think is, is good too, to have restraints on your work because sometimes that, that allows you to do something that you wouldn't have done before. Yeah. Yeah. So it definitely is a challenge, but I've, um, that detail 
obsession that I have. I yeah. definitely learned to, like, let some things go because you need to let them go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's definitely such a learning process, too, mm-hmm. because I feel like you you have certain spaces where you you can afford the time and, and all of that at the same time. Like, you know, if as a creative, your mind just explodes sometimes and, you mm-hmm. know, you got to rein all of that, <laughs> that stuff in. And it's like you leave... You gotta leave a lot of that at the door yeah. so that, you know, because I feel like a lot of the times we have these creative ideas and, you know, what we wind up showing is great and we don't need, you know, to maybe go to that crazy length because, you know, like, I don't know if that makes sense. Like the kind of the balance between all of the ideas versus like one that's less, um, I don't even know how to, like, what what to say, but... A lot of times, I think that's why it's, sometimes I'll almost even struggle more when I do, like, personal projects than a job, because the job has structure, which is good. Like, it's not just, I send, like, I just send sketches to an art director. Usually what I do is I'll send, like, thumbnails, Mm -hmm. and then each one will have, like, a succinct description of what the idea is. Mm -hmm. So, um, I feel like that helps because it's not just like oh I had this idea I have to clearly articulate through word and image what the idea is Mm -hmm. and those restraints make you build better ideas because it's clear it's not just like whoa I had this idea in my head like you have to actualize it actualize it um simply not do the whole thing and then you can kind of see on paper like okay what's a good idea what's a bad idea yeah yeah definitely feel that (laughs) like thinking of this podcast (laughs) um so I guess with that like do you have any advice for anyone that is pursuing a creative path or you know might be trying to explore different things or maybe even in an illustrative Mm -hmm. realm or freelancing it's a very I just asked five questions all at once but Um, it could be simple or it could be in. I think if, um, especially with the internet now, illustration really is huge. And there's a lot of people who, you know, are doing it just for fun. And there are people who are trying to make a career out of it. And the making a career out of it is the, is the hard thing. So I think what's important is to, um, not just, not just make what you're comfortable with try to explore and don't like pigeonhole yourself as the artist who only draws this one sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and to, um, to not be afraid about like putting your work out there. Um, whether if it's just like posting something different or like reaching out to places for work, it's something that you really have to have like a lot of hustle to be able to do where, I probably spend as much time making things as I do, like, making mailers and, like, sending out things so that, like, my work sees new eyes. So, um, yeah, I think advice creatively is to constantly explore and put yourself out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Um, And career-wise, just, like, don't be afraid to show your work to people and to push it because the worst that happens if you send an email to someone is they don't answer. Like, that's the worst that could happen. So I know so many people people who are afraid. It's just you just have to try, and if nothing happens, nothing happens. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. 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 I guess, and that kind of comes with um, the topic of 
social media. Because mm-hmm. um, I feel like a lot, art has become so prevalently, you know, just promoted there. Yeah. And it is that struggle between, not a struggle so much as, uh, you know, showing your work for yourself and then selling. Mm-hmm. And then the worry of, you know, you, you know, where's it going to go? Who's it going to see? Yeah. And um, I think showing your work online is there's no, yeah there's nothing wrong with it yeah um how do you kind of use the internet and the interwebs to <laughs> to promote or share I guess uh-huh um it's definitely something that I struggle at because I feel like um illustration is such a a big thing about personal voice mm-hmm. um I'm always str- struggling to like find that voice so um like, Twitter, I'm, like, so bad at, um, and mostly I'll, you know, show my stuff on Tumblr and Instagram, and I'll sometimes, I barely use Facebook, I sometimes, like, share it there, um, but my Tumblr is really just a blog for outside people to see, I really don't get much traction there, um, but Instagram is so nice for just posting, like, my process, because I know people find that interesting, like, outside of the final illustration, like, here's a floating head, here's me painting. Yeah. Um, So I really do like posting that, because I feel like it uh, further communicates that my my style is something that's, like, tactile and real. Um, But it's hard, too, because, you know, if you're posting something that's, different you might not get as much as many likes or whatever as if you like post exclusively like fan art or whatever yeah um so I try not to let it like get to me if I like post something especially in like tumblr if I post something it gets like nothing because no one's looking for the very niche type of work that I'm doing but that's fine where a client then goes and looks at my blog and it's not the type of work that they'd you know want to buy a, a, a print of, but it's the type of work that would be perfect for, like, a publication. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Social media is a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Um, I try to just use it when it's comfortable mm-hmm. to me. Um, but there are a lot of um, interesting outlets now for um, creatives that are, like, um, art communities, but, like... Uh, professional art communities like Behance is a big yeah. thing um which I'm I really need to start like pushing that more yeah um there's uh the iSpot which you can host port for, uh, portfolios and also like um after I'm actually probably going to be doing this soon um after you uh do illustration for a job you can put it up as stock Oh. And then publications can just, like, pay a fee to use it as stock in a magazine. Oh, okay. Um, so, there are resources out there. Um, it's just wading through um, the the mess of social media that's just, like, people just, like, like keeping something moving on with their lives. Yeah. Versus, like, actually connecting yeah. with people. Um it's it's a whole learning experience. I feel like I'm still kind of yeah. finding out how to use it. So yeah, because I feel like with social media, you don't know like you don't actually know the impression that you're get, you're getting. Yeah. You know, because someone could really love it and they just don't like it. You know, and or like they don't fit 
quote unquote like it. They like it, but they don't <laughs> engage yeah. like yeah. it. Um, and then the, you know, again, with if you have a niche style, some people do only, you know, whether it's through for their brand or whatever, they only again like like certain things or right. they only see certain channels. But I think it is it is good for at least if you have your your social media channels linked you know, to a portfolio or a website or something, yeah. have it on there. Um, and then there are, there's, you know, it, it really comes down to like that one person that, that comes across, you know, right. your work. Yeah. Because I feel like with social media, people focus too much on numbers, mm-hmm. you know, how many followers you have, how many likes you have. And that's, I think my biggest struggle with it because I don't care about numbers. I care about engagement. Right. And, yeah, and yeah. that's what's most important. And I think that, with um anyone starting out anywhere people just they only look at numbers Mm -hmm. and they don't think that you know there could be someone that has something you know I don't want to say just basic you know creation and it could blow up and be viral Mm. but it might not even be that that good Mm -hmm. or something and then you have this like amazing work that might not have as many impressions but you know it's it's there and it has value and it's like you know that that could want to be chosen for something yeah. else and I think that's um now with, with the way that social media works is good that you, you can just easily sift through you know all of all of this work yeah so but it's and also good to I guess so you send out mailers too yeah um I it's always hard to monitor like where jobs come from mm-hmm. but um so I send out emailers, but I send out, um, like physical mailers too, which I know it's always hard because physical mailers, you have to throw money into, and it's hard to even know, like if you're sending to like a big office, if they actually ever meet who they're meant for. Um, but like I did, um, I think late September, a lot of times I'll just send out postcards, but I'll try to, like, once once a year do a more creative mailer. Mm-hmm. So um, I made these, like, little cards that were um, waves, and then in the waves I fit a, like, cut-out bottle. Okay. And then the bottle had, like, a fold-out on the back where it was, like, a message in a bottle. That's awesome. Um, and then the... Um, so I had, like, a little message to the art directors, and then, um, the envelopes that they were in, I, like, weathered so they looked like they had been, like, out to sea, <laughs> and then I, like, hand-wrote, that, that was, like, exclusive, just, like, people who I had worked for or, like, really wanted to see my stuff. Yeah. Um, and that makes, like, it was so cool, I, on, on Instagram, uh, an art director, like, posted a photo of, like, her getting oh, it. Oh, I love that. Um, and, because I think especially if you're in a, like, administrative position of an art department, you get, like, so much thrown at you every day, people, like, contacting you. So it does make a difference to have, like, this cool physical thing in front of you. Yeah. Um, It just, you have to, you know, put in the time for it. Um, Yeah. But. I think it shows, like, great initiative in that you are doing all of this work that could go, no, you know, it could go nowhere. Mm -hmm. You know, it could wind up sitting in the mailroom or it might never make it to that person, mm-hmm. but when it does, like, they're going to recognize, like, the care and consideration and effort, like, made, mm-hmm. because they might not even have work, you know, and, and that's, you know, the hope is that this gate, you know, it gets their attention, but also 
I mean, if I ever got something like that, I don't think I would throw it away. Yeah, yeah. So maybe, you know, two years later, they're going to be, you know, they could be sitting there and they might think, like, I need something new. Right. And then the, they can, you know, think back to you in that project and be like, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I know a lot of people have, like, boards where they'll put up postcards or even, it's interesting to see, um, I think a lot of people, like, pin emails from mm. illustrators they like because I'll see, like, months after I sent it, somebody opens an email again. So yeah. they're obviously, like, looking for the right artist for the right work. Yeah. Um, but definitely the the design of that postcard was, like, I'm casting a bottle out to sea. Like, I don't yes. know if it's going to go there, oh, yeah. but this is, like, the hope. Yeah. Um, I'm lucky with my process, too, that, like, so I made the bottle and I made the waves, which were, like, layered. But so then... I made the, like, complicated uh, mailer, but then I also photographed it, and I just made, like, regular postcards out of it, too. Okay. And then I also had a, like, finished illustration that I could post on my website. So, yeah. Um, when I, because the way I make things is complicated, I'm always, like, looking for ways, like, how many different ways can I use this yeah. when, it's, when it's done? Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. And I think that that too, in such a digital world, people don't send mail. You know, they yeah. don't se- send mail. And I, I personally, I love s- sending like handwritten notes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always so fun to receive yeah. mail. Like I just ordered, um, like business card. Um, I guess like a, a sample pack, mm-hmm. and they it came from, from where Moo. Okay. Yeah, um, because I that too with graphic design is like I want to. F- feel how it feels, yeah. you know, and I want to know how it sits in my hand mm-hmm. and I want to see how it's going to show. And it, it came in this little bubble wrapper and it had a sticker that said, yay, with an <laughs> exclamation point. It was really colorful. And I don't know that whoever fulfilled the the order, I think it came from that direct person and I didn't know who it was from. And I'm like, who is this person? <laughs> and, uh, but I, I saw like this sticker and it, mm-hmm. you know, they just threw it on there and, you know, I just opened it up and it was great, you know, presentation. Um, but yeah, re- physically receiving something is so much, it, it makes more of an impact than, you know, an email that could get lost. Yeah. Or you, like, you're so used to, I mean, I, we all do it like every day, just scrolling through any feed, how many things you see and you flit and you see it and then you go by and it's done. Yeah. So, um, Having something to like save, yeah, save, yeah, something that you feel guilty throwing out, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because and then that—that's what makes it, you know, like because it's—it's got to go somewhere. I and I think that's even my birds are chirping. Um, even as uh, an artist, it's like that whole keeping everything Mm -hmm. kind of. I don't know, like I, you know, digitally hoard things, and you know, you, you save, like coasters or you know like all of this I'm I'm the worst artist ever because I um am such a neat freak that I'll like I make these huge things and they can't just sit in my room forever so I'll like deconstruct them and sometimes put them out and sometimes put them in and so I have people yell at me I'm like what am I gonna do with this yeah when you're creating so much content it's like you you don't want to like have you know a crazy space and if you don't have the space for it it's like the balance of you know, making your room quote unquote like zen or like <laughs> you know just yeah you can't have a huge piles yeah. of stuff. Like it's it's good to let things go too. I think because you um, I had a when I was in high school I had a brief crush 
on a graffiti artist. Not you, you want to know? Yeah. Didn't go to our school. Um, <laughs> but uh, that like idea of like making something you know isn't going to be permanent. Yeah. Like he would like spray paint something, and then like next week it would depending where you did it, it would be gone. Um, and just that idea of like not there's not as much weight in making something if you know that like this is a temporary thing. I don't have to like commit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I keep the, I've been keeping the recent stuff and the really good stuff. Yeah. And cause I, uh, w- with my day job, I can frame stuff to resell. Yeah. To, if it's the right type of work. So. Yeah. And that's, that's awesome that that kind of like weaves into that. Cause I mm-hmm. think that it's good to like have a balance of a day job that can work with your, yeah, your, exactly. Your freelance or your passion yeah. project. And um, it's, I guess, like, you know, finding the balance and, like, the relationship between, you know, between that. Because I think some people, um, um, they, you know, sorry. <laughs> um, mom, I'm recording. <laughs> Guys, that was my mom. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. Mom, seriously, I'm recording right now. All right. Hey guys, I still live at home with my mom, so. <laughs> um, anyways, that just, this kind of jerked that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess where I want to go from here, I think we pretty much covered a lot of bases. Is there mm-hmm. anything else that you'd want to say or talk about that I, maybe I didn't get into or while? Um. Well, now I feel like I have to come up with something good. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's... Yeah. Um, I feel like it's always challenging um, working as an artist, just um, reaching out to other people, and uh, especially like the, the way that I work where I, I get, like, I'm not working in an office, I'm working by myself. Um, so I think things like this are good because they, um, I, I try to keep in touch with people who do different types of work than I do mm-hmm. because you just get different perspective on things. So it's like, you do a very different type of creative work than mm-hmm. I do. Um, but I think artists should talk to each other, which is why social media is a good thing, even yes. if it's hard. Yeah. Um, because then you are constantly having conversations about, you know, how to make work better and make work diverse and say something, uh, different and worth saying. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that you kind of like read my mind as soon as you started saying that. I think cause I got really distracted. <laughs> um, as far as like reaching out to people, um, that's something that I kind of always push and you kind of touched on it before, like, even if no one gets it, like that initiative to, to do it, I think that's like a good, piece of advice I guess for anyone upcoming or anyone that's kind of I mean that's a piece of advice for me to take good like I'm terrible at it yeah I think that it's important to keep it in mind yeah yeah because I think that we we have this um not a false sense of community with with social media but as far as people not thinking that people are people Mm -hmm. beyond their presence you know like they might be afraid that they just will never get that answer. And then it's like, for me, I've reached out to some very high tier people and then they actually respond. Yeah. And it could be, um, a month later or something. Right, right, yeah. Like I, I reached out to, uh, 
Josh Radner from How I Met Your Mother. Okay. I responded to, you know, I, I emailed him something because I was, he was on a podcast from another podcast where I'm kind of talking to, and he responded, like, Thanksgiving weekend. And I'm like, mm. oh my gosh, like, you're responding to my email <laughs> on Thanksgiving weekend. And I had just been watching How I Met Your Mother the night before. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I think, you know, even, yeah, really big artists just, not like big, but any anyone really. It's a big to you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's important. Yeah. And um and having um just the drive to just break out and, and start conversations. Because, again with as an artist you can get very into yourself and yeah. you're not, you know, in an environment like school or something where you have this constant interaction with other people. Right. Um you now have it in your hands on your phones. Right. So um I think that's something that is good. I mean, even how we came across this, I just out of the blue messaged you <laughs> about that, which is, you know, has, has been fun, you know, reconnecting and again, having these conversations and with the hope that, you know, anything that we've said, mm-hmm. you know, resonates and inspires some other people. So, yeah. I think that's a good note. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I do have, I guess, one more question. If yeah. you have any questions for me. Oh boy. I know. I feel like it's like that like um, closing inner, you know, <laughs> I could put you on that spot. Like where do you want to kind of see this go? Yeah. So I guess I just I want the people that I'm talking to I mean, you know, you know kind of like the work you're doing. I want other people to to know it. Mm-hmm. And I think that um people to know that the people in their quote unquote backyards are doing things Mm -hmm. and to maybe encourage people to step out and make something or create something or know that like, you know, we're from small town, South Jersey (laughs) and, you know, we're doing these great things. And, um, I think a lot of the times people think that they need to be at a certain level to be seen in a public Mm -hmm. space. Um, whether this, you know, this stays in the immediate circles of who we know or it goes out there. Um, this could land into someone's, you know, in, you know, view that doesn't know you. And now it could open up conversation for future work, future collaboration. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just, I really just wanted a, a space for conversation. I know I keep saying that, but um, yeah, whether f- one person listens to this or thousands. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if thousands have ever listened to it. Um, but just... Um, having it and doing it and uh, reconnecting. I think that connection is is so important um, in in any stage because I feel like we've you know we spend all of this time with certain people at different stages of our life and then we just leave it there. Yeah. You know, and it, and it's you know bringing it back and uh, you know realizing you have these like creative, inspiring people that you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that's. Kind of, yeah. yeah. So, all right. Well, um, thanks for listening. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, talk to you soon.